Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. My name is Jenny Helmendaller, and today we're continuing on with our Eight Dimensions series by talking about occupational wellness with WA's Claire Aminudin and Emma Voorhees. How are y'all doing today? Great, thank you. Doing well, thank you. Yeah, so just to start off, what is occupational wellness? Yeah, I mean, in in all occupational wellness is about finding something that you're passionate about. doesn't necessarily have to be a job that you get paid for, but um, it could be volunteering, um, a job on campus or off campus, um, and just fostering that side of your wellness um, and making sure that you're not just doing school and you can do other things beyond that. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good way of going about it. Yeah, and just to build off of that, it's just really focusing on getting some satisfaction and meaning from the work that you do, whether it's volunteer work, like Claire said, work on campus, or prepping yourself for getting a job once you leave this community. Mm -hmm. I think it's so easy sometimes to get wrapped up in like, oh, we're going to take classes, we're going to do this, and this is this, and this is the college life experience, and then I'm so guilty of it, of just not thinking about what comes next. Not that it's, I think, probably a huge issue to not completely know um, but yeah, so why, why is it important that we care about occupational wellness right now? When you're on campus and you want to prepare yourself as much as you can for your life off campus, so that can mean exploring the things that give you meaning. You can do that for volunteer work. If, you, if, you, if you're really passionate about the environment, you can join one of the clubs on campus that's more centered around you know, supporting the campus community and like taking care of our gardens, et cetera, stuff like that. Um, but again, finding the things that you enjoy and that you find meaning for and you can see yourself doing long term is something you can do right now so you won't feel as lost when you leave this campus community. And fortunately, we have a lot of resources on campus. Uh, the Career Center is a fantastic resource to utilize. You know, in my experience, when I came onto campus, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So I joined the MACE program as a freshman. And so we were able to explore the different things that give us meaning, what we would like out of our job. And, you know, the MACE program was good because it explored some of the more existential aspects of a job that you would like to have, like purpose, meaning, good relationships with your coworkers or the people you help, but also some more practical stuff like, do you want to work in a city? How important is it for you to have a lot of autonomy in your job? Like how it important would it be for you to have a good boss that you have a, a good dynamic with? So that was really good. And, you know, I gained a lot um, in terms of learning about myself and what I would like out of a potential career from that program. Yeah, I think that was beautifully said. I think in all, it's just about, I mean, Dr. Kelly Craze talks about this a lot, like finding something meaningful that you do each day can foster flourishing and happiness. And so if you have a job that you like to go to or a volunteer opportunity that serves your community that gives you a sense of purpose, that's how you can, you know, find harmony in your life beyond just being a student. Yeah, and last season of this podcast, we had the opportunity to talk to Kelly O'Shaughnessy from the Career Center, and she talked a little bit more about the MACE program. So that's a really great resource here on campus. So how do we care about our occupational wellness? Like, if we don't even know what we want to do in life, and like, I know you talked about so far, like, oh, you can volunteer, you can do this. But like, I guess thinking a little bit more just about like, things we could do to nurture that aspect of wellness and also talking about occupational wellness once you leave school like once you have a job how do you care about your occupational wellness 
Yeah, I think on campus, it's about getting involved in things that you like. And so even if talking beyond an actual job or volunteering, um, William & Mary has a lot of um, student organizations that are catering to specific ideas or um, hobbies and things like that. And so if you join one of those, you might be able to meet people. I think a lot of it starts with networking, um, meeting people in different settings and finding out what people do and maybe that might interest you and I think beyond um, William and Mary once you graduate and get a job uh, like similar to what Emma was saying about um, autonomy and um, having self-agency I think really always evaluating is this something that I'm passionate about is this job um, giving me purpose and Sometimes you don't always have the initial option to choose your your most favorite job, but I think having that goal of working towards something in life that you find purpose and meaning in is really important to be a happy person in your job. So, yeah. And then just kind of go off of that a little bit, but um, just to like use like a specific experience I've had, but just joining the wellness ambassador program has been incredible for my occupational wellness because, you know, I I saw the advertisement on the student happenings um, email list and I, you know, I kind of applied on a whim because I saw the job responsibilities and I was really interested. I knew I was, you know, curious about learning more about the psychology field, but I wanted to delve deeper into the aspects of psychology that don't necessarily involve, you know, one-on-one therapy. I wanted to see how broad the field could be. And so being in this, you know, this occupation here on campus has been amazing because I'm like surrounded by all these incredible people who share my values and share my interests. And I've been able to see, you know, what I can do with my interests in a wellness setting on a college campus. And so that's really opened my mind to this as a potential career option for me, um, which has been really beneficial. And then one other thing that you can do um, to explore your occupational wellness or cater to it is build a relationship with your advisor and your professors. The people who you really feel the most connected to during your classes can really provide a lot of insight about how they got into their career field, what they've seen other people with the same interests do. Um, They can provide excellent recommendation letters later on if you decide to go to grad school or if you apply to a job. There's so much that you can learn from the people around you, specifically the ones that are meant to advise you. Um, So I would definitely recommend taking advantage of those opportunities as well. Yeah. And of course, the eight dimensions of wellness all go together. But I think the occupational wellness bit especially fits in well with like, of course, your mental and emotional well-being, your spiritual well-being that you're seeking meaning in your career. Mm-hmm. What could happen if we maybe neglect our occupational wellness? Because I think that could be a one, an easy one to overlook. Stress city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely leads to stress. Um, yeah, for me personally, too, we talk about volunteering, but a lot of us don't have necessarily the privilege to just volunteer and not have savings or money that you need to spend on rent and groceries and things like that. And so it goes into also the financial aspect of um, the eight dimensions of wellness. And um, for me personally, I know that if I don't have um, savings or things like that and feel financially independent, it causes me a lot of anxiety. Definitely the Career Center is a great place to go to if you feel like you need to improve that aspect of your life or need help preparing for an interview. Um, My advisor at the um, Career Center can look at my resume and help me 
you know, cater that towards a specific job that I'm applying for. So William & Mary definitely has a lot of resources to help you um, alleviate those anxieties if you feel like your occupational wellness isn't getting the attention it needs in your life at that time. And just like time management is going to be really important when it comes to taking care of your occupational wellness, especially if you're looking for an internship over the summer, because depending on what major you are, I know for some business majors, internships for them open up a full year before the internship would even start. So I have a brother who's in the business school at a different college, and he started applying for internships about a month ago. So being able to like really keep on track and like really familiarize yourself with those different application schedules. And then again, utilizing the Career Center's resources to uh, go over your resume. You can also do um, their interview workshops. Those are very helpful as well. Uh, They also have a professional development academy that I've been um, a part of two separate times, and they've been really beneficial for learning interview skills, how to build your resume, how to communicate with professionals. But that's a really excellent resource to take advantage of. And I believe those are, you know, in my experience, those have been over winter break. And so another thing I wanted to ask is I think a lot of times in college, we think about our majors as just concrete set in stone. Like, oh, I'm majoring in linguistics, so I have to do something in the field of linguistics. And so I guess I will be a linguistics professor. That's definitely not the case. So what have been y'all's experiences with, you know, thinking about being set in one career or occupation? I mean, personally, from my experience as a pre-med student, um, I think a lot of people think that they have to major in a science to go to med school, and that is a total myth. Um, Graduate schools or jobs, they want to see something that they want to see you do something that you're passionate about. And so if you're passionate about history and you want to do that, and that that is what gives you drive in the morning to get up, you know, that's what you should do. And I think nothing is set in stone. You have the opportunity and flexibility to explore. Um, I remember my advisor telling me freshman year, take classes that interest you. Don't, you know, come in with this tunnel vision. I want to be this major, you know, explore your options. And you definitely have the opportunity to change your mind because I think college is about finding yourself and finding what you enjoy in life. And that might mean that you change course a couple times. I like to think of life as a river. It's not a straight line. There's going to be rocks and rapids and calm parts of the river. It's all going to change. It's ever flowing. There's nothing that's going to be just the way it is, a straight line. Um, And I think a lot of people sometimes get stuck in their ideas or their that tunnel vision of what you want to do. And William & Mary is a great place to open your eyes and see what else is out there. I really love that. And then really the only thing I have to add, if that's even an addition, but, you know, when you leave college, the job you start with is not necessarily going to be the job you end with. And, you know, it's like Claire said, you know, your life is a river. You need to give yourself the grace to grow and change um, as you go through your life. That's really important. And yeah, like I was saying earlier, it's 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 easy sometimes in college to feel like, oh my gosh, I I need to know what I'm doing right after college. So I'll know what I'm doing in 40 years. Like, no, you don't. It's okay. We're all good. (laughs) Are there any other pieces of advice you all have for cultivating your occupational wellness? I mean, one thing I would say is, you know, start soon. I mean, even though it's something that's four years down the line when you start at this college, it's those four years are going to come to an end. 
Um, and so you don't necessarily have to take a very intensive approach to your occupational wellness to start with, but it is something you want to be curious about and you want to dedicate time towards because you don't want to be a final semester senior and have no plan whatsoever. You do want to give this sincere thought and we do have resources that are free for you to take advantage of. But again, really just take time out of your, you know, your year to explore it and really focus on, you know, what are your values, what would make you happy and what's important for you to support yourself and potentially your family when you graduate. Yeah, and I think, um, and this is one of our goals this semester as wellness ambassadors to promote on campus, but my main piece of advice is have fun. You're in college, you should, um, you know, have fun in your life and not be focused on school all the time or, you know, and you can still foster your occupational wellness while still having fun. You do have time to really explore what you enjoy I think we put so much pressure on ourselves with this rat race mentality of these things are going to go on my resume and these things are going to get me to the job that I want. And, you know, live in the present and think about the near future, but you don't need to plan 10 years ahead, which I am definitely guilty of as a type A personality, trying to just enjoy your college experience, do things that you like that give you fun each day and um, definitely like Emma said start exploring you know your occupational wellness but don't get wrapped up in that rat race mentality of trying to think about all these goals that you have in life because you'll get there it's okay (laughs) have things you can look forward to yes definitely (laughs) yeah well this has been a great conversation thank you so much Claire and Emma for joining me today Thank you for having us. Thank you. Awesome learning about occupational wellness. Thank you also to our sponsor, United Healthcare, for support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Calder Sprinkle, and myself, Ginny Hollandaller.